0: John Hines back with you on this Friday afternoon, late afternoon, evening here. What are we looking at? 4.08. Um glad to be along. Thank you for uh, having me, for being a, a part of the show with me. Paul Douglas will be back sometime next week. Jordana Green will ultimately be moving with Adam Carter to the 9 to noon spot. And then um, uh, Paul Douglas will become the chief meteorologist for WCCO Radio. That'll be a win-win, as Jason Derusha will take over this spot. So, uh, and he plans, I think, to have a cookout every Friday, and you'll all be invited downtown for it. No, I shouldn't be talking like that, because some of you actually might show up, and that would be wrong on lots of different levels. So, hey, let's do this. Um... I want to talk about this story because it started in the news last week when I was filling in. And it was a suggestion that was published in the New York Times. Uh, Some people who wrote, uh, after talking with families, uh, there was a suggestion uh, from some of those at Sandy Hook Elementary that perhaps uh, the photos of the carnage, the students in the classroom, and then ultimately spurred it to the conversation regarding Uvalde, Texas. Perhaps the, the, those photos should be published uh, and shown to the, the public. And you could put up sort of um, uh, disclaimers or notices saying, hey, just to alert you, they do it in the evening news all the time. Some of these images may be disturbing. So you're invited to to look away But the idea that maybe that would raise the level of discourse or debate. And later in that half hour when I was on last Wednesday, Wednesday last week now, I had a conversation with John Woodrow Cox, a reporter for the Washington Post, who suggested, I think on CNN, that um, some of those images, and again, this would be uh, on approval of the families of the victims, so you wouldn't just take them but there's crime scene photos of all of these situations uh, that that they would be made available john woodrow cox said at least they should be required viewing for lawmakers if they're going to make that choice and say that anybody should have access to to guns such as the ars the ar-15 that uh, that then they should If they're going to make that choice and say everybody can have one, then they should at least know or see what can happen. And when we were having this discussion, the subject came up that ultimately these were, you know, weapons meant for, you know, the military to carry. They weren't intended for, you know, everyday, (laughs) all too often. Uh, use, and somebody shared a text saying, "Well, they deer hunt with their AR-15." I thought, oh, okay, that's interesting. I've seen many. I mean, I'm the only one in my family that doesn't deer hunt. My brothers, I've got you know brothers who are all avid hunters. Um, I'm the only one who doesn't. It just never fit into my schedule, but uh those that do anyway, anyway many many hunters that i know are proud to show off their deer uh that they have taken down during the annual deer harvest and i don't know if, if some of these deer have been shot with an ar but with an ar-15 because supposedly there's no different as one texter said no different than when than hunting with a deer rifle well, then, if that's the case, and if you're proud to display your the photos of of, of your deer, then you should have no image, or no problem with the images of these victims of shootings by AR-15s. So let's let's take that route. Let's go that 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 direction with it. And I want to invite you to comment on that because this all centered around the, the top of the article. The, the attention was raised regarding uh, the 1972 image. It was just, it was 50 years ago this week. 50 years ago this week that we were all made aware of the napalm girl. Kim Phu Phan Thi. She was in, oh gosh, I, I don't remember the name of the village. But it had been napalmed accidentally by South Vietnamese military who thought that there were Viet Cong there. She remembers saying this because now she is an adult. But, and this was around the 50th anniversary of the publication of that image, which was in so many of the magazines and newspapers that we saw across this country. I thought to myself, I'm a little girl. I am naked. Why did he take that picture? Why didn't my parents protect me? All these decades later, though, she says her mind has been changed. She argues there is something to be gained from these horrific images of war and even of school shootings, which are the domestic equivalent of war. She remembers hating the photographer Um, the man's name was, it was a Pulitzer prize winning photo. The man's name was Ut, uh, who should be mentioned, actually took her to safety and got her immediate medical treatment after shooting that picture. But she said at the time, we're not symbols. We're human. We must somehow go on. She said she grew up just wishing to be able to disappear, but now today Her life has changed. After defecting to Canada um, and having a new life, she travels to war-torn countries to provide medical and psychological assistance to children victimized by war. I hope, she says, I hope to also offer a sense of possibilities. I can't say 50 years later that I'm glad that Nick Ut captured that moment. I'm proud that in time I've become a symbol of peace. So your thoughts on sharing images like this and as, as John Woodrow Cox said, at least share them with the lawmakers who have the opportunity to share these weapons with Americans everywhere. I want you to text to me and share your thoughts on this. And again, these images would not be shown without the permission of the families. So many families in Sandy Hook now are saying, yes, go ahead. Make them available. And I'm sure that there are some, you know, these parents who had to go to the school just to be able to identify the children, oftentimes using DNA, the children who they had seen go out the door only a few hours earlier. Otherwise, they were unidentifiable without DNA. Or that pair of green Converse tennis shoes that we have seen. 651461 nine, two, two, six, six, five, one, four, six, one, nine, two, two, six. You can text or call on that number. And I invite you to do it now. And I'll share your text comments and your calls. Do you feel, I mean, you're proud to display the deer you've shot with your AR 15 and it's still recognizable as a deer. I don't know how that works. That uh, These parents can't recognize their children. But you, anyway, 651-461-9226. A chance for you to text or call on that number. We'll share both with you when we continue at News Talk 830, WCCO. Some of your texts, and again, I, I'm reading your texts and I don't get the same context. Um, so this is why I invite you to call to 651 461-9226, 651-461-9226. Uh but a couple of texts along those weapon along those lines regarding, you know the publication of the photos of these crime scenes. They're crime scenes. That's what they are, obviously, they are crime scenes. One interesting <laughs> side note when I was on on that Wednesday last week, And then on again on Friday, there had only been four mass shootings in that time frame. So it was just a whole different narrative. We could talk about something else. Here's a text from a friend of ours who says an AR-15 is the same as any other rifle. They just look scary. Semi-auto. I know many hunters that shoot deer with them. And apparently this same texture, I'm guessing it's the same texture, uh, gets into the ballistics of it all. A uh, close-range shot will explode the object due to the gases leaving the barrel. Long-range will just leave a little hole. So, if the shooter... I, I, I don't understand what their point is. Somebody else does say this, though. Using photos of dead children for political purposes is disgusting. Well, don't use it. Just use it to show the lawmakers. Don't, don't make it publicly available, then. Because, you know, these same lawmakers are the ones who decide what firearms you can and can't have. For the same reason that lawmakers decided a long time ago, you couldn't have automatic weapons. So 651 um, 461 Here's a text that says, I think it relates to the number of shots fired in placement on the child versus the deer. Well, I bet it has a lot to do with that. I bet it has a lot to do with that. But some of these parents have gone so far as to say, yes, make the images available. Publish those images of the crime scenes in these cases and share those images. Six five one four six one nine two two six if you want to share your thoughts on this. Tim's in Niswa. Tim, hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming on in WCCO. How are you doing, sir?
1: I'm doing well, John. Good to hear your voice. Say that texture that called in that said an AR fifteen platform rifle is the same as any other semi automatic rifle. They are flat out wrong. The basic operating mechanism is the same. But what is different in an ar platform rifle they are designed to cycle quicker the barrels are designed to cool faster so you can push more rounds through them without uh, damaging the barrel and they are designed to accessorize with all kinds of accessories including high capacity magazines clips which are not available for most hunting rifles. So yes, while some people choose that platform to hunt deer, it is absolutely false to say that rifle is no different than any other semi-automatic rifle. I have four semi-automatic rifles at home and none of them accept readily made accessories to shoot 30 rounds without damaging the barrel in rapid succession.
0: Tim, I'm going to say just thanks for calling in. I, I don't understand because i you know not a hunter or, well, I shouldn't say I'm not a, a shooter because um, I, I'm a fan of shooting sports, uh, all shooting sports. So I, I get that part of it. So I appreciate the call. Thanks very much. Here's a text that says, people probably think there is a tiny little hole. Imagine what these kids saw as each child was shot. The horror they went through. Uh, Another text says, why are AR-15s allowed for the general public? I think a lot of people do wonder that. The AR, if I'm not mistaken, uh, it's just come to stay, It doesn't really mean assault rifle. It's the AR comes from, I believe, the Armalite company. Armalite, I think A-R-M-A-L-I-T-E. I think that's, and then it just became an AR instead of an Armalite 15. Uh, but I, and I believe the Armalite company designed them or created them initially for the military. So that, that's a thought. Using photos of dead children for political purposes is disgusting. Well, don't use them for a political purpose. Just use them for an educational purpose then. Take the political part of it out six, five, one, four, six, one, nine, two, two, six, uh, share your text. Here it says John. I was in Vietnam, 1969. That picture of the little girl will be forever embedded in my mind, uh, forever. So they want to say, wish every 18 year old would serve for a, in the military for a couple of years. Well, th- th- that's a, a different matter altogether, a different subject than, uh, than the discussion here. um, Here, now another text regarding Tim who called in. Tell that guy shut up. Laugh out loud. He has no clue. My buddy has a 9mm rifle that has 37-round banana clip. I'm sure you can buy modified clips for all of these. Why don't we beef up school security? Get children needed mental health and train and arm teachers? Well, I think that's an ongoing thing. So, Another text says, despite the, patient, uh, the patents expiring, Colt retained the trademark of the AR-15 and is the sole manufacturer now to label their firearms AR-15. Although Colt owns the AR trademark, uh, and the AR stands for Armalite Rifle. Okay, that's what I thought. Not assault rifle. That's what I was saying. Exactly. Thanks. I thought I had that right. So. Tell that guy to shut up. Quit politicizing it overall. Banning guns won't stop this. Hold on. A small part is a lot of it. A small... Banning guns won't stop this. A small part is a lot of it is society nowadays. Look at the constant hate. Protesters, riots, name-calling. Everyone keeps shoving and pushing. I don't like this. Then protest. I don't like that. Not. Riot. We're more divided than ever. So sad. So uh, 651-461-9226. I'll I'll, I'll show you. Here's a a text that says they would worry about people becoming desensitized. I don't think this is what um, uh, Kim was saying about that photo of her from 1972. And it did not desensitize people. It changed the entire narrative at the time. On the Vietnam War because prior to that it was so distant we didn't understand I gotta get this time out in here it's 430 we'll take a break we'll get the latest traffic and weather and then when we continue I'll share some more calls and texts if you keep them coming Uh, so so thanks for being a part of this 651-461 9226 we'll be right back news talk 830 WCCO just before the break a text from a friend of ours says, I did not become a teacher so I can pack a gun in my classroom. Um, another text says, uh, let's see here. Always enjoy listening to you. I listen to WCCO on the app. Is anyone at the station aware that one of the sponsors of the app is Silencer Central? I don't know that. I don't, I don't control that, and I don't think anybody uh, on our staff here controls that. But... I didn't know you could have silencers. That's just another issue altogether. Uh, uh, Let me see what else have I got that I can share with you. Um, When the Second Amendment was written, the flintlock is what was available. The founders had no idea that we would come with 30-shot magazines that could be duct-taped and flipped together and fire 60 damn rounds in a minute. Let me talk to Walt who's been standing by. Walt, hey, thanks patient for waiting so patiently. You're 437 News Talk 830 WCCO. What have you got on this?
2: I was just Walt. listening and been listening many times about the guns in our society. I'm an old dog, and I hunted deer and pheasants and ducks and you name it. I probably shot more of those uh, creatures than most people in the U.S. I started out with single-shot 22 and a single shot shotgun, and then I finally moved up to a pump when I could afford to buy them. But anyway, we don't need AR-15s in this society, and I'm going to give you a little background.
0: Okay, be be quick though, because I got Walt. Be quick because I've got a a, a glut of callers here.
2: Yeah, okay. I had an uncle that was in World War II. I hunted with him many times, and he was he landed on D-Day on Omaha Beach. He was in the Battle of the Bulge, and he come up on Buchenwald, the death camp. He said the only reason why you have a automatic, a fully automatic gun like an AR-15 is to kill people in a hurry and a lot of people. He said the society does not need those dangerous weapons out there. All they do is kill people and in a hurry. He said, right. they, must well, be, he said they must be brain dead to be thinking that way.
0: Walt, I appreciate the call very much. Thanks. But there are people, though, who said that they have their AR-15 not for killing people, but for deer hunting. So uh, let me talk to Diane. Diane is standing by on the line. Diane, good afternoon. Thanks for taking time with us on WCCO. What have you got?
2: Um, Good to hear you, John. Uh, I just felt thinking about uh, juxtaposing those horrific pictures of the dead children with their ultrasound pictures from before they were born, and then tagging that with the uh, pro-lifers and Second Amenders, um, Second Amendment folks, the pro-life, that all life matters, um, along with the Second Amendment that, no, my right to hold a gun matters more. I just think that would be a very powerful juxtaposition of stances.
0: That's an interesting, an interesting commentary. Um, yeah, to, to, to share those photos. And, and maybe they don't share them publicly, you know, image-wide for everybody. Maybe they are shared only with, uh, lawmakers, as was suggested. Uh, hey, thanks for calling in. I, I do appreciate that. Pat's, Sir, no, let, let me get to Pat in, uh, uh, Pat in Southern Minnesota. How you doing, Pat? What did you want to share on uh, this topic? About publishing? We're talking about publishing these photos because they're, they're, you know, they're crime scene photos and perhaps making lawmakers aware of, of the carnage that comes or that can come with an AR-style rifle.
2: Yes, they need to see it because I carried the forerunner, the M16, when it first came out. It's, like you said, built for one reason. I, I deer hunt. But down southern Minnesota up to a certain point, you can always hunt with shotguns.
0: Yep, that's there's a lot of zones like that, yeah.
2: Right. You know, and, uh, they're not that accurate. They're too short a barrel. And the thing is, whatever reason you want one or you don't, the people that don't want them, we have to voice our opinion.
0: There you go. Hey, well, uh, Mike, I, I do appreciate your, your or Pat, I mean, I appreciate your uh, uh, chiming in this afternoon with us here at WCCO. So thank you for that. So more of your text messages. Um, uh, and, yes, he did say that, it, that Walt guy is brain dead. They're not automatic. No, you're right. They're semi-automatic. You're right. But he's talking about a different situation. This is why I didn't really want him to go into his, his World War II uh, uncle story because we're, we're, I want to try to keep this apples to apples here as we are making these comparisons. Another text says, I wish that there was a way that every high school student had to watch a funeral of a child killed in a mass shooting. If it just reached a handful of people to not think it's cool, then that's a win. That from Barb. Um. Another text here taking this. Well, this is, this person's got it simplified. If gun control worked, Chicago would be May- Mayberry, USA. Thanks, Ron. I pre- I don't know why this is so complicated. Ron has it figured out. Uh, just there is no Second Amendment pathway. I don't know. I do, I do go back to this every now and then. Because it, it catches my attention, and I, I do check in reading The Onion, the uh, satirical publication. But they use the same headline after every mass shooting. And it says, there's no way we can prevent this. Says the only country where this happens regularly. So, sadly, there's no way to prevent it. Um, That's... That's what this is. Uh, so, anyway, six five one four six one nine two two six. 461 And the text here says, Please do not assume that all pro-lifers also support the use of semi-automatic rifles. Yeah, I, I think that was a broad assumption, and we want to try to uh, avoid something like that. So, uh, for everybody who has texted in and called in, I, I just wanted to try to keep it in that vein, in that line of thinking. Uh, whether or not the idea, as as Kim Phu Phan Thi said, I hope I'm saying that correctly, as she said that at first she was mortified at the publication of those images, absolutely mortified. Uh, but then she came to realize, why not show? Why not show that? Um, so here's a text that says, Gun control doesn't work in Chicago because guns can be brought in from outside with no problem. Well, we can go over all of this, but I'm not talking about that here now. I'm talking about the images of this. And that's the, that's what I wanted to get your take on. This is what happens whenever, um, anybody mentions the G word, uh, that everybody has. They, they go to their corners, they take their stance, and, uh, there's none shall meet. That's why I didn't want to talk about that part of the problem. I wanted to talk more about, let's, let's show the images. Uh, if you told me that you were going to show me the images, I wouldn't look. I'd look away. But I don't need to be made aware. I don't decide any gun laws in this country. So thanks everybody who did weigh in and share your opinions and your texts. I, I can't always get to all of them. So, uh, they just, and again, as I said, reading texts, I don't always get the, um, I, I don't always get the tone or the tenor of what it is you're implying. Or what it is you want to say. This is why I mean, it's a talk show. It's not a read the text show, but I I guess it becomes that way if that's more convenient. So thanks everybody though. I I appreciate it. It's um four forty five. We'll take a time out, come back with some more here. Oh I know what's gonna happen here. Mike Mac's gonna join me. We're gonna talk about a couple of things, including that dynamic start to the twins game last night. Whoopsie. We'll be right back. News Talk 830 WCCO. <laughs> What's that? Maxie.
3: <laughs> Come on, man.
0: <laughs> you know, the only reason they, they, they called me, because apparently they exhausted every other possibility. Um, <laughs> Come on, yeah. It's like, how did you end up on the radio? Well, you ran out of choices.
3: Uh, I, so you know, I, I always say, I just I put my name on the sign-up sheet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Part of the potluck we had. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you bringing? I'm yeah. bringing White Castles again. So um, hey. So anyway, the only reason I agreed to do this is because they said, "Well, Mike, Mike Max checks in in the afternoon for a bit, so it's like, yes. well, I'll be on that. I'll Gosh. be on that like a northern on a minnow." Then,
3: yo so, man, I've been too long since I've seen you in person.
0: How are you? I'm grand. I'm just absolutely great. I could not be better. Really. So. I, I'm serious. No, There's a heart attack here. So I am uh, I am a happy, uh, happy individual. Everything is is going as it should. And when we're not talking on the air, I'll tell you about some of those things that are are going in that direction, Maxie. Okay. So all right, okay. we'll 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 save some of that for you here. Hey, so last night, I'm listening in uh, to the Twins game, and yeah. never never in history. I don't know how long the Yankees have been around. But it's a wild. Never. They're it's not exactly. Wild. More yeah. than a hundred ne- years. Yep. Is that? Yeah. It's not exactly an expansion team. So, no, but no. Ne- <laughs> never in their history have the first three batters, three batters. hit home runs. Yeah. Yeah. So now and I'm thinking this is great. Yeah. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah. Yeah. What could go and wrong? What could possibly <laughs> go wrong? <laughs> you know, the night before. Their bullpen was unbeatable. The Twins bullpen was unbeatable.
3: Yeah, what what happens? Do they run out of arms, Maxie? What happens? Well, I'll tell you a couple of things. Was uh, well, first of all, and they did off of Garrett Cole. You know, uh, a Cy Young candidate for, I mean, one of the best in the, in, in the business is, is who they hit the three run, runs off of. Maybe and they would cheated by game three. Yeah. They, they give top five total in two and a third innings. So um, maybe they had seen him enough times, but you know it was also that they got themselves into a situation where they were in the game the night before they were out of it. And, and, and then they got really patient at the plate. And they they are some, you know, the Yankees play the longest games in Major League Baseball. And one of the reasons they play the longest games is their hitters are so patient and they take so long. And, and, and they're not going to, you know, you, you can think, You go, Oh boy, I'll just nibble, I'll nibble it. Nope. They're not going to swing at it unless it's a strike. And if you, if you walk them, they go fine. Whether that's, uh, Judge or Stanton or, uh, uh, Rizzo, they'll take the base on balls and make you pitch the next guy. And and then after they get the walk, John, then, then they, you know, these guys got like 16 pieces of equipment they got to take off. So they take off, you know, (laughs) this and the shin guard, the gloves, and they do it kind of on purpose because they want you to think even a little bit, little bit longer, you know? So so they take all that stuff (laughs) off and then they jaunt down to first base and they remind you that they're on first base and, and you need to be scared. And it works, you know, and and, uh, um, Aaron Hicks, who you know left the Twins a long time ago uh, to play for the Yankees, is still there. And he had a home run and a base hit uh, to give him the lead. And uh, uh, he did some good things. But, yeah, uh, so I don't know. To answer your question, I don't know if it's because they'd seen them that much or if it was a close enough game that they decided to be patient as opposed to saying, hey, this one's over. Because they they were out of it uh, uh, the night before rather early.
0: Yeah, yeah, seven to four or seven to three is not out of it. So um, not that maybe, early in
3: the game for the Yankees against the Twins.
0: No, you So you're saying there's a chance. So you're um, saying there's a chance. Huh? Yeah, one of those situations like that. Hey, what have you got coming up? What are you up to, by the way?
3: Um, lots of stuff going on right now. The high school tournaments are in full swing today. State softball, state track, uh, next week state baseball, state golf. The the Vikings finished their mini camp. Um, the Lynx play tonight against Washington. They've been in a world of hurt. They did. I don't know what they're thinking when they put this team together, but it's not very good. And then uh, Sylvia Fowles uh, is out now with uh, a bad. Oh knee. boy, they, that's they got, what they need. Uh, yeah, Dantas yeah. is coming back, so that's the good news. But they play Washington tonight. Uh, okay. The Timberwolves are preparing for the draft. for Their new guy, Tim Conley, in charge. So there, there, there's a lot of fun stuff going on. I had a nice visit with Alex Rodriguez last week about the Yankees and the Timberwolves. We'll get some uh, of that a lot coming of fun up stuff too. That right now.
0: All right, Mike Max on sports. I should mention, brought to you by uh, John Schuster Group, Coldwell Banker Real Estate. Hey, so good to chat with you. Let's make a point of chatting soon.